are listening to the All Jokes Aside podcast. podcast. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of All Jokes Aside. This is the All Jokes Aside podcast. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe and leave a comment and a review. Please do. I am your host, Terry T. I hate to sound so formal. I don't know why I'm sit- talking like I'm sitting straight up in my chair, which I am not. Uh, <laughs> let me first by start off by saying, I know you hear the, the, the music in the background. Um, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I apologize. I know this podcast is like super late, man. I like... <sighs> Like what? What you have to understand, man. Like I am hard at work right now. Like I am working hard, like trying to produce more new content. Um, uh, trying to set up schedules, working on a podcast, just really getting into work and really trying to dive into this art that I call stand-up comedy and be really, really serious about it. <laughs> Let me stop lying. I ain't gonna lie to you. I just sat down, watched sports, ate food, and text fat chicks the whole Christmas holiday. I know I I feel bad. I don't feel bad about texting the fat chicks. It's just the fact I just sat around and just ate and ate and ate and ate and ate. And like and I'm in Alabama, so if you're not cooking with lard, you're not cooking at all. Uh, we have a saying: if you're not cooking with lard, you don't love the lard. Um, <laughs> uh, that and that's what I basically. I went to about like five houses. I had to do like stop after stop after stop after stop. Um, but I had a great time. I had a great time, man. I got a chance to see a lot of family um, on both sides. Um, I have a huge family. I have a huge clan. Jesus, I didn't know how many, like, family members I have. And then when you realize you get to the house, people having more babies. You was like, what the hell is going on? All these damn babies come from. It's just like, shit. Does anybody wear protection around here anymore? I just like, Lord have mercy. But it was it was good. Um, only complaint I probably had was probably prayer. Um, I, you know, I, I love caring and, and taking care of my family, but Lord have mercy. When we do grace it is the longest prayer ever. And my family loves to go around the, the whole, the whole table. Like that one person that like, go around the whole table and, and bless that person and talk about what they're going to do. And then like, they love to repeat the last word because they need more time to think. Like my grandma was like this. Uh, and dear Lord, I want to make sure you bless this whole, bless Karen, who, 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 who just started a new job down at the Plasma Center. And hopefully that is an abundance to her, uh, 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 to her, 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 her bank account. And, uh, and don't forget, uh, my grandson, Terry. I want you to bless him with his 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 his. his, his I, I just finished off with the damn stand up in my food. Can we just please eat? Can we please? <laughs> she did that for five minutes, and then you holding people's hands, and your hands start getting sweaty. I have sweaty palms. If I hold your hand for too long, I apologize, doing grace, because my hands get really really sweaty, and I get really really hot doing grace. I don't know why. I don't know if it's I get uncomfortable. <laughs> Or I know where my soul is going. I don't know why I just started like getting really, really uncomfortable. It just it just feels bad when I do stuff like that. Um, why is everybody calling me right now? Man, I'm doing a podcast. Let me let me call you back. Um, 
But yeah, um, besides that, yeah, man, I got opportunity to do some shows. I went to Atlanta, then came back. I, I try to do everything really close because I want to see like a lot of friends and family. That's why I went to Atlanta, did some shows there. I also did a show in Aniston um, with Comedy Zone Presents. I did a show with Matthew Lumpkin, very, very funny guy, like hilarious, fucking hilarious. He murdered it. Uh, we didn't have a, a big turnout, man, but. Uh, we turned we turned that little small room and made it think like it was an amphitheater. Uh, everybody had a great time. Um, but like I was saying earlier, uh, I, I I really just sat and ate the whole time. Like God, I I ate like turkey. My like I had, I had one of those turkeys where people shoot it up like steroids. Like they put all type of juices in it. Like my my stepmom, my mom, she she makes one of the best turkeys. Like she'll shoot that damn thing up. Like it's Pookie off New Jack City, like that thing. Like she'll, she'll like she'll shoot it up so much, it like it's sweating on the outside, like it's glistening and everything. And you just like it's every bite feels like one step closer to heaven. That's that's literally. You close your eyes and you just and you just start singing hymns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the exact. <laughs> I ate that turkey and I was just like, Jesus, this is the best turkey ever. Mac and cheese, um, dressing after dressing, um, sweet potato pie, of course, not Pat LaBelle's, uh, potato salad made by the right person. The potato salad was off the chain. Uh, I had ham, all the ham. Oh, Jesus. The ham alone was just, I could have ate that by itself. The greens, the seasoned perfectly green beans. It was was just a whole spread chicken. Like, I literally could have died right then and there. I probably could have because my artery was so clogged up, but it was so damn good i was i was sound like holly berry off monsters like just make me feel good just make me feel good <laughs> but it did i will say this though it did make me realize it was like all right terry it's about time to step away from the table i, I gotta lose some weight man i gotta get back in the gym like i hate to sound like one of those people like you know oh january 1st i'm gonna get on it no nah, honestly like january 1st i have to Really get on it, man. Like I, I like I'll be turning thirty in March. Like in less than ninety days, I will be thirty years old. I know some people are saying like, "Damn, he looks horrible for fucking 30. But there's other people saying like, "Oh, he haven't even lived life yet." But anyway, it goes. When I get to thirty, I at least want to have a flat stomach. I'm not saying I want abs. I haven't had abs since college. But if I can just have a flat stomach. And just get people to stop complimenting my man titties. Like, that would help me out. That is so uncomfortable for women to come up to you like this. Damn, you got some nice titties on you. Can I cuff them? Can I touch them? You like, get your hands away from my man titties. Get your hands off my middies. I'm going to start calling them that. Don't even touch my middies no more. I just I just feel sexually assaulted. I just, I just feel like I'm a person. And treat me like a person, damn it. Don't treat me like an object. I am a man, Damien. Um, yeah, man. I I really like. I'm really planning on losing. My whole goal is, you know, I'll tell you how much I weigh right now. I am exactly. I weighed myself uh, yesterday. I, don't ask me why. I'm just. I was being really emotional and shit. Uh, I weighed two thirty two, two hundred and thirty two pounds. All right, two hundred thirty two pounds. A lot of people say I don't look like. Cause I'm a tall guy. I'm six foot. 232, I look like a retired linebacker right now. That's how my, my body is built. I'm, 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 I'm built up like a 30 for 30 special. Like, and, that's, and that's what I really, really need to do is lose this weight. 
Like I really need. I I gotta get down. My whole goal is I want to get down to at least two hundred. If I can lose thirty two pounds by the time my birthday comes around, that shouldn't be bad. That's ninety days away. Thirty two pounds divide thirty two. Like I don't even need the whole thirty two. I should have it down by like by March first. By March first, I should have it down. And what I'm gonna do is we gonna do this together. All right. Now, I want everybody that subscribes or listens to it, if you want to hit me on Facebook or Twitter at Terry T, make sure you come at me, and we're going to do this venture together. We're going to be miserable as shit together. We're going to pass up all the food. I mean, because, like, really, after January 1st, what holiday do I have to worry about? About eating. Uh, what do we have? Dr. King's birthday? You have to worry about that. You know, a lot of people just eat, you know, I eat barbecue and grill. I just grill food on, on Dr. King's birthday. Um, what's after that? What, uh, uh, President's Day? You got to worry about President's Day. Ain't, ain't nothing. Valentine's Day, I'm going to starve anyway because I'm going to spend all my money on the girl I'm with and not on myself because I'm broke as shit. And then after that, that's Easter. Easter, I can pig the fuck out on Easter. That's what I'll do. So from January 1st until Easter or until my birthday, I will pig. I will not eat anything and I will not pig out until then. Deal? That's, that's the whole goal. My whole goal, at least by March 1st, I should be down to about 25 pounds, 20, 25 pounds, looking more lean. I plan on doing some running, doing some cardio. I, You know, get in the weight room. I'm going to lift some weights here and there. I'm not going to really dive into, like, heavy weight lifting. I'm not, uh, you know, like, I, I don't lift weights no more. Like, I don't see the point of being being muscly overbound, especially as a comedian. Like, I never understand the comedians that be fucking huge as shit. And just be like lifting like this. They're like, why? Why the fuck are you so big? Are you a comedian and security? Like, what are you preparing for? Are you preparing for a heckler? Like, who? Like, I do not understand the comedians that are like buff as shit and can like bench press three hundred pounds. What the fuck? Why? The microphone doesn't even weigh like two pounds. Why do you need to be the strongest comedian in the game? Huh? Are we are we having a flag football team or something? Are we starting a football league? Are we doing rugby or something? Please explain me why do I see so many buff-ass comedians now. It's just like, like, bro, like, you know we just tell jokes. That's all we do. We don't, we don't run plays. We don't, we don't fold up chairs after the show. We tell this joke, and I get the hell off stage. I, I just want to lose enough weight that when I take my shirt off, I don't want people giggling at my chest. Like, <laughs> his tent is bigger than mine. And then I'll be ready to fight somebody. If, if if that happens, I, I I am not scared to fight anybody at all. Not worried about it whatsoever. Try me. Think it's a game. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the whole plan. Um, I'm telling you something else I want to talk about that um that kind of disturbed me. Um, I I'm watching the, the presidential uh, Republican candidate debate or whatever. You know the whole candidacy and everything. I did not fucking know. Donald Trump is ahead in the polls. It's like between him and Ted Cruz right now. Like, I, I, I knew Ben Carson was up. I thought Ben Carson had a good time, a good opportunity, you know, to become a presidential candidate. And I knew Ted Cruz was and even Jeb Bush. But I did not. I thought I thought this whole I thought this whole Donald Trump thing would die out by now. I thought people would be like, all right, that was funny, Donald. All right, we, we appreciate you, you know, your comical and your satire and your ignorance. But that's enough. But this son of a bitch really has opportunity to become president. Like how like how can anybody trust this man as the fucking president of the United States? 
Like I, 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 I do not understand. Like people will have this guy run our country. Do you hear some of the stuff he is saying? I swear to God, if he makes it to president, I might well just hop my ass on a boat and just get ready for that ride back to Africa. Because he is shipping everybody that is non-white the hell out of here. This guy said he doesn't even want Muslims in this country. And it, I don't know. It's, it's like Donald Trump is like the dog whistle for rednecks. Like I, I, I did not know that many rednecks in this country until Donald Trump said what he said. Well, Donald Trump's like this, and I'm going to put a ban on all Muslims. I just heard all rednecks just ears perk up like a dog. Like, did somebody say we're taking people out of this country? Shit. We haven't done that in a long time. Betty, go get my gun. I've been waiting for this shit for the longest. Oh, my God. Look, Because you, oh, shit. I left my robe in the cleaners. I got to go get that out. It's been in there for a while. <laughs> I just, we we cannot let this man even be a true candidate. Do you know other countries are laughing at us that the fact that we have a reality star running for president? He's a reality TV star running for president. I have lost all faith in our government system. Like, how does he even make it past registration? Like, if somebody had to look at the registration, look at his background like this. <laughs> oh, uh, unfortunately, sir, uh, looking at your background history of some of the stuff you said against other ethnicities and women, I think that forbids you from becoming the president. But no, they just stamped that shit and slide it on. While President Obama, when he ran, they wanted birth certificates and every damn thing like this. I need a birth certificate of your mother, your father, your father's father, the father, father. I need the godfather of soul if you can get his. I need, uh grandfather time if you can find that one um if you can find um the father of rap in r&b i doubt that would be helpful that, like the reason why i do not like the fact that donald trump is going to be president is just Do- donald trump looks like a disney villain like I, I i don't trust him like every time i see donald trump he looks like one of those guys you see in the abc movie that just rules everything and doesn't care about nobody but himself and money like, every time I watch him, I pray to God some orphan kid touches his hand and he just sees the light and he wants to open up an orphanage and adopt, like, 72 kids. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, that is not going to happen. I, we, we, got, we just got to sit here and bear. And I, people, let's, let's just think. Let's just think. If Donald Trump becomes the president of the United States of America, do you know how much shit we gonna catch from other countries? He doesn't even know. He like he does like Donald Trump does business with these countries that he talks about. He talks about China and half his fucking wardrobe is from China. Like he makes all his clothes in China. But Donald Trump ties and everything is made in China. Everything from everything is his hair is made in China. Everything he has is made in China. Or it has some ties from overseas. And we sit up here, we're going to sit up and like, okay, that's fine. You know, let, 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 let him do him. Let, let, let him take opportunity and a chance to really, 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 really run for president. I don't know. I just, I don't give up. I don't, you know, I'm just going to fill in the blank. I'm just, I'm going to do like I do every year and write down the same name when they ask me who I want to run for president. And damn it, that's The Rock. I just feel like if we want somebody to run this country, it's Dwayne Johnson. I trust him. 
He'll lay the smack down on everybody. He makes great movies. Except for the two fair movies. I, I, it, it, that was just one, and he was going for the check. I understand it, but he doesn't make bad movies. And he can lift his eyebrow up. How many people know he can lift one eyebrow up? I can't even do that shit. Great damn actor, great person. If we're going to have somebody run for president, let him do it. And he speaks English. He's not like the other guy we had, uh, celebrity that had with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, we can't even understand his 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 dialect. In the state of California. He don't even say California. California. He left that whole fucking F out. California. I need my next president to know all the syllables and all and know how to pronounce all his vowels and consonants. That's the only thing I need. All right, let me get back off. Um, ah, yeah. Your boy Terry T, uh, tight shirt Terry, has a tour coming up, everybody. Yeah, I am preparing for a tour. Got a lot of shows coming up. Um, my first show I'm gonna be doing January 2nd. I'm gonna be going to Fort Walton Beach, of course. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, then I'll be going to Columbia, South Carolina. I'll be doing the comedy houses in Columbia, South Carolina. I got LA, Huntsville, Atlanta, of course, East Room. I'll be back to start on. I'll be shooting an album or recording an album. I'm sorry, shooting like I'm like I'm doing a movie. I'm recording my very first comedy album at the start on, man, in March. So that's another reason I'm gonna lose weight. I just I just like I have a lot of great things coming happen in 2016. I'm I'm excited for. I, I I can't wait. So hopefully in March, man, everything comes together. Everything's looking up for your boy. You know? If I get these damn student loans, excuse me. If I get these damn student loans off my back. Everything could be Gucci. Everything could be copacetic. But until then, until they, I don't know how they keep finding the damn number. I keep changing. But until then, you know, I'm staying positive about it. So that's right. So I will be shooting a comedy album, my very first comedy album. Um, I will be working on that. Um, also, I also have a website launching, brand new website. Yo, all right, sorry about that. Little technical difficulties. Um, but I got it straightened out now. Um, back to what I was saying. I will be having a, a launch of a website. I'll probably launch it probably January 3rd, January 4th. Um, all new content is is really dope. When you see it, when you see me, high five me, because I work really hard on that website. Uh, and it's all me. Everything I've set everything up, got exactly how I wanted it. Um this year, 2016, is do it your damn self. That, that's what I'm going to call my tour, probably. Do it your damn self tour. Because I'm doing a lot of stuff my damn self. A lot, I'm doing a lot of things my damn self. Sorry about that. I'm getting sleepy. And um, it's Saturday. I really want to just go back home and lay down and sleep this hangover off but and watch some more football. Speaking of football, you know everybody wants to know how am I holding up. Feeling a little bit better. We beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shout out to my Atlanta Falcons. Oh, we needed that victory. Hey, you know what? I hate the fact that we had to go down to the wild with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, they have a great team. They have a great team. I, I think um, they got a great quarterback. Um, they, have the, they have the tight end. They used to be the Denver Broncos. I didn't know he was in Jacksonville. Julius Thomas, he, like he's there. Like You really don't know the whole roster for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's the sad part about it. But I know they have some great great players but I don't think they're on the same level as the Atlanta Falcons. And to see my Falcons struggle the way they are with the victory, and then this week we have Carolina Panthers again at the Georgia Dome, it, it, it terrifies me a little bit. And the Panthers are, like, on a tear right now. I don't know if you saw the game against the Giants, but Jesus Christ, five touchdowns. 
Cam Newton is playing like he has a cheat code. Like I, the, the guy is fucking unstoppable. Like he's playing just like how he did when he was in the SEC, without the laptop, computer, whatever. But he is still playing like he is unstoppable, and the whole team is having fun. Like, how can you stop a team that's have? I think that would piss me off. It, I'll be, I'll feel a lot better if after they played, they were, they had like a real serious look, and it was like, oh man, that was that was a tough game. But I hate when people beat me, and it seemed like that shit wasn't nothing. Like, ah, it wasn't nothing. Let me dance a little bit. Ah, damn, damn. Let me run up and down the sideline because I'm not tired, and I'm over here fucking panting and maybe try to make sure my wonder why my chest is so tight, asking for that little oxygen tank that they have on the sideline. You try to breathe in and breathe out in. That's, <laughs> but that's that's how the Carolina Panthers like they playing like I'm playing on all Madden and they're playing on rookie right now like they the game is so easy to them who throws five touchdowns but I'm a little nervous I I honestly think if my Falcons honestly played the the way they did the first part of the season like they click on all cylinders I swear to God we could beat the Panthers but. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's looking kind of promising for the Carolina Panthers. Like, I really don't see anybody beating them. Like, they have the, the Falcons this week. They beat us, and they played Tampa Bay. And, like, and that makes a double. They're going to beat Atlanta. Then they're going to beat my boy from Bellsman, Jay Boo. They play him. I want Jay Boo to win. But those two victories look like they're going undefeated. And then in the NFC, I, I don't see a team in the NFC. I know everybody says, oh, the Seattle Seahawks look great, but uh, they don't have a running back. Marshawn Lynch is still out. Thomas Rawls, their backup, he's down. Russell Wilson still ain't getting enough. Sierra, I don't see how it's possible for anybody on that team to succeed when nobody's getting what they want. Now, nah, I shouldn't say that about Russell Wilson. At least he's, he, he's gotten a – he has to like – I mean, he's been playing good, so I'm pretty sure pretty sure he got a third base at least. That's the only way I can see the improvement of his game. Like, he was sucking, like, horrible. Like, he was terrible. Like, he was playing like somebody that was frustrated and wasn't getting any. But now, all of a sudden, he's playing like, like, hey, like, I don't know. I don't know if she grinded on him or gave him a lap dance or, ah, man, she probably, you know what, he probably fingered. That's that, you know what, if you, when you finger, when you got an opportunity, you get really, really close to the coup, you, you you see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think Russell Wilson saw the light. I, I guarantee you, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And I'm I heard rumors of it, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. He's gonna marry that damn girl. He's gonna he's he's gonna get engaged. He's gonna marry that damn girl, and then realize I waited all for nothing, and they gonna get divorced like a year and a half later. I promise you, he's gonna get traded, and they gonna get divorced. Like his his career's gonna start sliding down, and and then they probably not gonna get married. They probably gonna break off the engagement. It's gonna be on World Star Hip Hop or First Take. And you gonna hear Skip Bayless talk about it like this. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I thought Russell and Sierra were going to be together forever. It's just like, shut the hell up. I just can't, like, I can't even watch First Take no more. First Take is just, took a complete left turn for me. Like, the show, it's not even good no more. Like, you remember, like, when the debates were actually heated when you thought they was going to fight? Now, like, they compliment each other, him and Stephen A. like this. First off, let me um, start off by saying my man Skip Bayless is looking very uh, sexy over there in his turquoise shirt. And you be like, what the fuck is this? Like, ever since the episode with Jalen Rose, they have not had another guest on there to debate Skip. Jalen Rose shut him up. When Jalen Rose shut him up, I swear to God, I was in the background like this. Yes! 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 Fuck you too. 
I don't know why I had to do Hakeem from Coming to America, but yeah, that's how I felt. I was so excited to see Skip Bayless finally get what he has. With the way he talks to athletes, like I hate, I really hate journalists and and TV anchors or whatever you want to call them, sports anchors that just dog out athletes, and you just look at them like, what the fuck have you done? Like you can't make it past high school, and now you got a job, and you carry so much resentment towards people that have athletic ability. Anytime they make one mistake, you want to criticize them, telling them they're the worst athlete on, on earth. No, the worst athlete on earth is the person talking about the person. Like, please show me your stats. If you're going to dog out and call somebody princess or or weak or queen or horrible or terrible, please show me a highlight tape of you playing sports. Like, you have you have to show me this. Because I it's hard for me to take any criticism from somebody that probably couldn't get picked up for kickball, especially Stephen A. Like, does anything about, what do he call it, Water Pistol Pete? What, does anything say anything masculine about Skip Bayless? I wouldn't pick that nigga for double dutch. That, that, that's how much I, <laughs> I don't respect Skip Bayless. Like, and he feels like he can just talk to anybody. It's just like, ah, I'm just mad. I mean, it's like sports centers lost their lust, man. Like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't want to watch sports centers as much as I used to because it, it feels like I'm watching The View. It's a round table full of, <laughs> full of guys. They have one media, they have a woman. Sometimes she's the most sensible person out the whole bunch. And they just go around criticizing people. Just criticizing the hell out of them. And then, and then the thing about sports is they don't even get the best ones. Like, it'd be different. If I heard Joe Montana say, like, hey, you know, Russell Wilson's kind of trash. You know what? He has fucking four Super Bowls. I can trust his opinion. I, you know what? I respect that. Can't say nothing to Joe Montana. Cannot. But when you have Trent Diffler up there examining quarterbacks and calling them trash and saying, like, hey, this guy's not good and – I, I don't see any progression. I was like, dude, you just handed the ball off and had a great defense. You had Ray Lewis. He doesn't even play offense. Your best player was on defense. Your defense literally carries you to a Super Bowl. Carries you. You had Rose Puddles all the way there. And now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you are a quarterback guru. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I just, I I, I don't trust it. I, I just... It is hard for me to believe that Trent – he couldn't – his numbers – like, he didn't even start till the second season. That's when he got the job. Hasselback, he's on the – not a great quarterback. Not a great quarterback. Who else that? Uh, Jakowski? What's his name? Jarowski or whatever? Not a good quarterback. Not at all. Why can't we get some good quarterback on sports and sports anchors? The best one you have, you have him on Monday Night Football, Steve Young. That's it. That's the only one. That is it. You you tell you telling me right now, Joe Montana is too damn busy to come speak, huh? You you, you can't get honest, Joe, huh? You can't. I know Dan Marino. You can't get Dan Marino because he's with with CBS. But there's no other quarterbacks out there that you can grab that you just like. You know what? Brett Favre is somewhere in the hoods. I mean, in the not in the hood. He's probably in the hood, but he's probably in the woods somewhere shooting deer. I'm pretty sure you can get his country ass and do a couple episodes. He's a lot better than Trent Diffler. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm running a little bit long. It's 27 minutes in. Um, um, do my benediction. Let me get up out of here. Uh, everybody grab her hands. No. Um, yeah. But like I was saying, website lunch. Probably do it January 3rd. Next time I get on here, I'm going to let you know about it. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to do another podcast next week. Let everybody know. I don't know why I'm burping so much. 
Uh, another podcast next week. I'm so gassy. I feel like a baby. Um, and don't forget about the tour. I'm going to have the tour dates lined up. Um, it's going to be called the Couch Crashing Tour. That's the name of the tour. I can't believe I didn't even let y'all know that in the beginning. Jesus. I promise you, January 1st, I'm going to lose weight and get my shit together. And we're going to have better podcasts. All right? You hear me? I promise you that. I'm raising my hand up. You can't see me raising my hand up. You know what? How about this? Pinky promise. Hold your pinkies out. Come on. Hold your pinkies out. All right. Pinky promise. We're going to lose weight and we're going to get our shit together in 2016. Say it with me. We're going to lose weight and we're going to get our shit together. All right? Now, I want to thank everybody that's helped me out so far um, this year. I want to thank uh, Kevin Vining. Got a chance to see my guy at Yellowhammer. Great guy. He designed the logo for this for this podcast. I want to thank him. I want to thank the radio station, WBHJ, Summit Media, for letting me use the studio and giving me the opportunity to do my own podcast. And um, thank you. Thank you for listening. Even if it's like five minutes or whatever, and if you shared it, man, I really appreciate you. Great things going to happen in 2016. I promise I'm going to do better, and I'll see you next time. Y'all have a good one. Happy holidays.